May only your word be spoken, O Lord. May only your word be heard. Amen. Paul wrote in Ephesians that we have an inheritance in Christ as God's children, as God's beloved people. That inheritance is living God's kingdom of love, united to God and to one another in this life and in the life to come. Paul went on to write that we could squander our inheritance, removing ourselves as God's children. Entirely out of place, Paul wrote, is obscene, silly, and vulgar talk. But instead, let there be thanksgiving. Be sure of this, that no fornicator or impure person or one who is greedy, that is, an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Ephesians 5. That's what we saw with Herod when he had John the Baptist killed. Herod was king of Israel, a puppet king propped up by Rome, but still king of Israel. He had power and authority to build up the kingdom of God. He could have led the people of Israel to live in love, to care for one another, to put away all bitterness and wrath slander and malice, and to be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ had forgiven them. A little bit jumping the gun on that God in Christ thing with Herod, but we'll get there. If Herod had chosen to lead that way, that would have been living the inheritance of the kingdom of God. But instead of living the kingdom of God and guiding the people of Israel to do the same, Herod used his power and authority to enrich and glorify himself. He had John imprisoned for speaking the truth to him about his actions, and at the same time, he was drawn to John. He was drawn to the kingdom of God, which John preached and taught people to live, but he wouldn't follow He wouldn't follow John and live the kingdom of God himself. For him, with much potentially to lose, the sacrifice was too great. If he didn't continue to enrich himself, would those with wealth look at him as less powerful, less important than they? If he chose to do the right thing at John's urging, would he look weak in the eyes of his courtiers and officers? If he broke his oath after his silly and vulgar talk to his stepdaughter, would he appear foolish and lose credibility? Money, power, and influence were all Herod's to lose. And wanting to keep those things, he executed an innocent man, a man whom he admired, a man who was leading him to the kingdom of God. Herod had the kingdom of God, the kingdom of love, right there to be received, to be grown and spread to others, leading others to the same kingdom of God. And instead, he squandered God's kingdom, squandered his inheritance in money, power and influence. Squandering his inheritance, Herod reminds me of a man in a parable Jesus taught, the parable of the prodigal son. In this parable, a son demands his inheritance from his father, receives his inheritance, and then squanders it all in raucous and extravagant living. Once the money is gone, he finds himself starving and alone 
feeding pigs on someone else's land and wishing he could even eat the slop that he's feeding to the pigs. Herod is like that prodigal son, having received his inheritance and then squandering it completely. Herod had wealth, power, and influence, but the kingdom of God was nowhere to be seen in his life. As far as joining with God in a life of love and grace and mercy, using what he had to bring about justice and peace among the people, Herod was as poor and alone as the prodigal son, starving and penniless, wishing he could eat the pig's slop. Of course, the story of the prodigal son does not end there. The son eventually wakes up, realizes he is starving and miserable, and returns to his father, ready to work as a hired servant, knowing that at least he will have food and shelter. Then while he is still a ways off, his father sees him and runs to him with joy, restoring him as his beloved son, overjoyed that he is back alive and well. That's God's way. When we squander our inheritance and live selfish lives, unconcerned with others, leaving hurt and harm in our wake, we may eventually realize that we are starving for love and grace and mercy. And when we realize that we are starving, we begin to return to God's kingdom of love and God runs to us with open arms, strengthening us and guiding us back to our inheritance, living the kingdom of love. The challenge for Herod was he never realized he was starving. He had his wealth, his power, and his influence. He had his courtiers and officials all suckling up to him. And so he was able to remain blind to the damage left in his wake. He thought he had arrived. He thought he had it all. But he was hollow on the inside. A puppet, not just of Rome, but a puppet also to his cravings, led by his desires for money and power and influence. As a puppet mastered by his cravings, Herod lived outside of the kingdom of God, squandering his, in, his inheritance. Now we know that living the kingdom of God is rarely as simple as either you are or you aren't. Most of us are living our inheritance as God's kingdom. Our inheritance is God's kingdom. Most of us are living that inheritance. Except when we're not. So my question today is, what is keeping us from living more fully into God's kingdom of love? What fills the hollows of our lives and then controls us as puppets? For some, like Herod, it may be money and power and influence that we are afraid to risk losing. Now, I don't mean to imply that any of us are going to behead anyone else. But for some, money and power and influence may master us. Keeping us from decisions or actions or beliefs which would risk our money or power or influence for the sake of others' well-being. For some of us, our past hurts may be mastering us, 
keeping us from living more fully into God's kingdom. All of us are hurting in some way. And we end up building up walls and defenses just trying to be okay. And sometimes those very defenses end up taking over, filling the hollows of our lives, turning us into their puppets, harming others, and we miss out on God's kingdom of love. There are many things which can end up mastering us, taking over the hollows of our lives and controlling us as puppets. God's response is to help wake us up, to help us to become aware, to realize the ways that we are being mastered. Just like Herod. God's response is to help us to become aware of the ways we are starving, squandering our inheritance like the prodigal son. God's response is then to guide us back into our inheritance, to let go of our fears, to let God guide us and fill those hollows of our lives into his kingdom of love. God's way is to offer, to fill us so that we are not puppets led by our fears and desires, but are instead walking together with God and one another. That is life in God's kingdom. As Paul wrote in his letter to the Ephesians, put away all bitterness and wrath, all slander and malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ has forgiven you. Even when we squander our inheritance through fear and desire, leaving ourselves hollow and hungry, in God's kingdom there is inheritance still waiting for us when we wake up and return and strive again to live in the way of love. 